Hello, and thank you for joining us for the Hatchbend Apostolic Church web broadcast. In our society today, some, and yes, sadly, maybe even most, question the value of preaching in their lives. But we still believe what Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 1. In essence, Paul preached that God has chosen the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. And so that's why we still place such a high value on the preached word of God in agreement to the scripture. And so now I'd like to thank you again for joining us for a message from the pulpit of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. Praise the Lord. I think we can get excited about the coming of Jesus Christ. Looking forward to that great and glorious day. But most of all, I'm glad I know the revelation of Jesus Christ. I'm glad I know who's coming after me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One of my favorite scriptures in the Word of God says, In Him dwells all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. And I'm glad I know who that Jesus is today. I said, I'm glad I know who that Jesus is today. The Creator, the soon coming King, the one and only true God, Jehovah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm glad I know who He is today. Amen. Let's turn to the book of Acts, the 19th chapter. I'm so thankful for what God can do to a man's life, a woman's life today. I look back in the Acts chapter 9 how God took Saul and a man that was stricken the Christian community at the time and took that man and revealed a light and turned that light and blinded him and brought him to the truth. And I'm thankful that I know that wherever I am in life, that God is there with me, but he can bring me to a place called truth and that he could bring me to a place to where I need to be in him. You see, he was following or leading, leading a path of darkness, of hate, but he had to follow the light. He had to follow the light, and that light was Christ Jesus. I'm thankful for him today. I'm thankful for the Holy Ghost that I fill in this house today. How the outpouring of God is in this place. How the stirring of the Spirit is in this house. How God is going to do great and mighty things in this place before this service is over. For those that said, well, I've already felt him. Well, I'm glad you feel him. And I'm glad you felt him. But there's some in here today that they don't know what they felt. So let's just keep worshiping the Lord. Let God reveal himself to them as this service goes forward. I believe God is going to do a great and mighty work in this house. God is going to fill people with the Holy Ghost. You believe that today? I believe God is going to fill people with the Holy Ghost. Those that are sick, God is going to touch your body today. That God is going to heal your body. Those in darkness, God is going to bring light to your life today. Can I get a hallelujah, amen? I believe that, confirm it. God, let's worship the Lord just for one more moment. Lord, we praise you. We thank you, Lord. (coughs) Hallelujah. You are worthy, Lord Jesus, to be praised. Lord, we thank you for your presence, God, in this house. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I want to speak to your darkness today. 
And Acts 19 and 1 says, And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul, having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. Everybody say John's disciples. He said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? Since ye believed. And they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there will be any Holy Ghost. Everybody say, What Holy Ghost? What Holy Ghost? Say it. What Holy Ghost? I'm glad you asked. Let's lift our hands and believe God is going to do a great mighty work in this place. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Lord Jesus. You are worthy, God. Let your gifts of the Spirit be known in this house today, God. God, let healing come upon this place, Lord. Let the power of the Holy Ghost be revealed in many lives, Lord Jesus. Lord, we love you. We praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You can all be seated. Go down with a hand clap of praise. Believing God is going to do something. (coughs) When you come into a story, in the middle of a story, you kind of want to go back. It's like the old Louis L'Amour movie. Books, you know, you start reading them right in the middle. You're kind of in a place where you don't really know where you need to be. So you need to go back to chapter 1. So let's do that today. Genesis 1 and 1 says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form. And void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved the face of the waters. Earth was without form. Earth was void. Darkness was everywhere. If you read further on, you will find the word of God spoke and the creation sprang life. But before the world could do its job, before the firmament and the light and seas and the fruit and trees and the grass and the seasons of of the sun and the moon and the moving creatures and the fowls of the air and the cattle and the beasts of the field and the fish of the sea. This is not a Dr. Seuss rhythm. And finally, his greatest achievement in process was the creation of humanity. But none of these things could happen until these came from a moving of a spirit. Or if I could say to this, a moving of the Holy Ghost. If we want to grow as a church, they've got to be a moving of the Holy Ghost. If we want to grow further in Christ, there's got to be a moving of the Holy Ghost. When we wake up in the morning, as we bow and we pray, we have to have a moving of the Holy Ghost. You see, we're facing a world that's very evil. But we, if we have the Holy Ghost, we have the perseverance to make it through. We must have the power of the Holy Ghost. See, if you come to this place to tell me there is no Holy Ghost, you are in the wrong place. Because I believe we are an apostolic and we believe in the Holy Ghost. See, we go into these prisons and we preach that there is darkness, but there is a light. And that light is Jesus Christ. And He wants to dwell in your dark world. That He wants to move on your darkness. Wherever there is voidness at, wherever there is darkness, wherever your need may be, He is your comforter and He wants to dwell inside of you. 
Don't any, let anybody tell you that the Holy Ghost and the Holy Spirit are two different things. Whether in the act of creation or in the act of redemption or any work of God, the Holy Ghost is in fact the very presence of the Lord Almighty. Ain't you glad you've been able to feel the presence of the Lord Almighty in this place today? We must understand from the reading today that the word had at that point only been brought forth something that was without form and void and full of darkness. That a very important principle in law was established in the first chapter of Genesis and that was without the moving of the Holy Ghost. I said without the moving of the Holy Ghost, there can be no life. You see, we can't go into these hospital rooms and just just play patty cake with these folks. We got to believe the Holy Ghost is going to touch their body. That we walk in there with the Holy Ghost. That we walk into our jobs with the Holy Ghost. We all we see all the things that's going on in this world. Whether the division of race and the things that we're seeing in politics. I got asked a couple of weeks ago, how in the world all this stuff going on? How in the world do you go into these prison systems? Well, we, you see, we go in there with the Holy Ghost. See, the problem is not politics. The problem is there is no Jesus in anything that's going on right now in this world. And I believe we must dwell and stir the gifts of the Spirit and let the Holy Ghost move into our services more than ever before. Whether I'm tired or not, I, I, I gotta influence somebody beside me. I must raise my hands. I must leave for joy. I must worship the Lord. You can't build a whole earth and a whole heaven, but therein no Holy Ghost move. There is only void and darkness. You can build a nation, but, but if there's no Holy Ghost, the, the darkness just continues to grow. You build a religi religious institution, but if there's no move of the Holy Ghost, there's still void. You can live for God all your life, but if there's no Holy Ghost in your soul, your Christianity will be without form. And your relationships will be empty. Oh yes. That's why marriages can't make it without God. That's why we can't make it without God. I can always tell you when I'm, I've done a patty cake prayer in the morning times I have a bad day. But when I sit there and I call on God on the way down to Tampa and I have a prayer life and I get deep in him. God is going to bring me to someone and he's going to give me a word for that somebody that I'll be able to reach out and touch their lives but this is going to take the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is what I'm talking about today. Hear me today. Hear me believer. Hear me Christian. You need the Holy Ghost. You got to have the Holy Ghost. I say again, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the deep. This evil that we have going on, God still can move amongst us. The things we see, we can sit down and have prayer and ask God to move on these situations. 
Another place in time, in Genesis 41 to 38, it says, And Pharaoh said unto his servants, Can we find such one as this is, a man in whom spirit of God is? And Pharaoh unto, said unto Joseph, For as much as God has showed thee all this, there is none so decreed, and wise thou art. And let's go down to verse 43. And he made him to ride to, in the second chariot, which he had, they, and they cried before him, Bow thy knee. And he made him ruler over all land of Egypt. And Pharaoh said unto Joseph, I am Pharaoh. And without thee shall no man lift up his hand or foot in the land of Egypt. Just prior to reading this, we find Joseph in a pit, sold into slavery by his own brothers. We find him later in prison and falsely accused of his crime. We find him in a desperate situation. But let me tell you this today, no matter how dark your situation is, no matter how lame your uh, circumstances may be, no matter how without form your life is, God can pick you up. God can turn you around. And he can place your feet on solid ground. Do we believe that today? That God can take you out straight out of darkness and show you the light. Yes, he will fill you up. You see, Ezekiel needed the Holy Ghost to lift him up. We find that just in Ezekiel 11 and 21. Afterwards, the Spirit took me up and brought me into a vision by the Spirit of God in Chaldea to them that were of the captivity. You see, if you're ever going to be able to reach the world, that is bound in captivity, you're going to need the working of the Holy Ghost. You're going to need the working of the Holy Ghost in your life. It's no wonder that Jesus referred himself in the Holy Ghost as the Holy Ghost when he said, John 7 and 37, it says, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. Is anybody thirsty today? Does anybody need something to eat today? He that believeth on me, as the scripture has said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. But these he spake of the spirit, which they had believed on him should receive, for the Holy Ghost was not yet given because that Jesus Christ was not yet glorified. I wonder today, do we got anybody that wants to glorify the name of Jesus in this house? That wants the Holy Ghost to fall in this place? I wonder if we can lift our hands and worship the Lord. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. I heard when someone say once before, well, I'm a believer. Mark 16 and 17 says, and these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name shall I cast out devils. You see, that's everybody. When you have the Holy Ghost, you can cast out devils. There's no question. They shall speak with new tongues. The Holy Ghost. Thou shalt take up serpents. I don't want to do none of that. But you can. 
And if they lay drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You see, that's why we can go into these hospitals and lay hands. That's why if you're sick in your body, that's why we can lay hands on them. Because his word says, they shall recover. If you need a healing in your body, God is here to touch your body today. Because the Holy Ghost is here. How many of you believe that with me today? Now I understand. Some of you that don't know. What Holy Ghost? Now what's he talking about? New tongues. What's this man talking about? In the original Greek it means a language not learned by natural means. You shall see the you see receiving the Holy Ghost is a supernatural experience. Can you relate? Those that got the Holy Ghost in here, was it a supernatural experience? Do you believe the Holy Ghost is here today? It is no wonder that we find Jesus telling his followers in Luke 24 and 49, And behold, I send the promise of my Father upon you, but tarry ye into the city of Jerusalem until ye be endued with power on high. You see, here's the dilemma of the church today. Broadness. Here is the dilemma of Christianity. Here is the controversy where the controversy begins. Here is where the division starts. Here is where the believer can make the biggest mistakes. We don't tarry for the Holy Ghost. Where is our seekers at in here? Who are those that tarry? That's us. Hallelujah. They don't tarry for the infilling. They don't try to Become something that the Holy Ghost himself must enable you to become. How can we have church without the Holy Ghost? How can you live victorious without the Holy Ghost? Without power of the Holy Ghost? How do you defeat demons on your own strength? The word of God tells about a man in Capernaum that could not deal with it. But when he saw Jesus, he fell at his knees. I feel that power of God in this place today. That if we would fall on our knees, that we would be able to feel the power of the Holy Ghost. You need the power of the Holy Ghost. Jesus said in Acts 1 and 8, Ye shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You see, I'm tired of seeing these saints. I got many friends that seem just seem to bow. They just, from week to week, they bow. And when I talk to them, the, the, the biggest problem is, is they've lost their prayer life. They've stopped seeking for the power and the Spirit of God to fall in their lives. You see, when we kneel at our knees and we just begin to say, lay me down to sleep, that's not going to work. We're in a world that we need the power of God to work more in our lives. We must be that man that says, I'm glad I speak in tongues more than y'all. We need to be renewed daily. Daily we must be renewed. If you think you can live a victory, 
With victory in this world without the Holy Ghost, you are sadly mistaken today. You need the power of the Holy Ghost in your life today. Today you need the power of the Holy Ghost in your life today. Do not leave this place without the Holy Ghost being in your life today. You see, you're seeing a man that sit there and he had to tarry. He had to tarry for the Holy Ghost. I, I, would, I would come to the altar. My dad would preach his heart out. Preach his heart out. And beg, beg me to come to the altar. And I wanted it so bad, so bad. And they would, they would come to a point where I'd see the ministers would come through town. And they'd preach and say, man, I, uh, and I, I'd say, man, I want that. I want, I want that. What they have, I want that. And this is coming from a young man that was raised in the truth. He was raised in church services, slept under pews, many pews. I've been spanked about every, by, by, about by every elderly lady in the Pentecostal movement in the state of Florida. I remember, I remember my mom was, you know, we, we were known as a tribe. I remember dad had started a church in Brainton, Florida. In old bingo hall. And I'm, thank, I'm thankful for the determination that I've seen my dad. Every, everything he wanted to do, he wanted to reach. He wanted to reach for a soul. He didn't care where it was. He wanted to reach. But I remember my dad coming in old bingo hall. Started a church by railroad tracks. You just would pray that, you know, because dad was pretty boisterous. We didn't have a mic system at that point, I don't think. But we just pray every time the train would go by. He was at his high pitch because we, so we couldn't hear the railroad train go by. But I remember, you know, mom was having, I think, the third child, Jeremy. And uh, there was an elderly lady in the back. And I, my, my dad just preaching away, preaching away. And he, he, you know, dad had big old fingers and hands. And when you snapped, it echoed through the whole congregation. And uh, he'd snap like that. And he'd done it two or three times, son, about the last time. I remember he didn't even finish that snap. And an old lady came up behind me. Elder lady walked behind me, took me outside. Gave me a good talking to. I'm thankful for those that corrected me in my life. But I'm here today to tell you, if you are in a world of sin, if you got darkness in your life, we can all stand that God is here to touch your life today. That God is here to move upon your life. I wonder if we can all just lift our hands and begin to, I, I want to ask if you would just lift your hands and begin to repent in this place today. Lord, we love you. We thank you, Lord. I ask God right now, God, that you would forgive me, Lord God, for all of my sins, God, in my life, God. Come on, let it out in the name of Jesus right now. Lord, I love you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. Those that need the Holy Ghost, I'm going to ask you if you would make your way this way. If you ain't never spoken tongues, I wonder if you would come forth.
Come on, you know who you are. Those that don't have the Holy Ghost. Those that need a renewing in their mind and the spirit, I ask right now that you would come forth. Come on, I just want you to lift your hands. You don't have to kneel down. I believe God is going to do a work right now. Come on, just lift your hands. Those that need God to move in their body right now. God is about to do a work right now. Now those that got the Holy Ghost, I want you to come forward. Come on. I want you to get behind him. I want you to begin to pray for these. We're going to believe God's going to do a mighty work right now. Come on, we need your faith. Come on, church. If you got the Holy Ghost, come on, we need your faith right now. Come on, lay your hands on these folks. We need your faith right now. In the name of Jesus, right now, God. God, I ask God that you would forgive us of our sins, God. God, that you would move in my mind, God. Direct my path, God. If you got the Holy Ghost, I want if you to lift your hands and begin to pray in the Holy Ghost right now. This message has been brought to you today by the media ministry of Hatchbend Apostolic Church. We pray that it's ministered to you in some way, and we'd like to take this opportunity to invite you to join us in service here at Hatchbend Apostolic. Our Sunday services begin at 10 a.m. and our Wednesday night service at 7.30 p.m. For any more information or to speak with our ministry staff, please feel free to call our church office at 386-935-2806, or you can visit the contact link here on our website. Again, thank you for listening, and we pray God's richest blessings on you and your family.